Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to say, Hi, this is Kevin. I've always wanted to do that in my introduction just to simply repeat myself just for the sake of repeating myself. I tried to get rid of that little opening little phrase one time. I changed it one time, and um, a dear friend of mine, my, well, it's actually my pastor, well, who's also a dear friend of mine, <laughs> he got mad at me. He's like, dude, what's wrong? Why did you not say, hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help? And he was really put out that I changed the opening line that I've used since I started this, pro- this podcast. And uh, so that's kind of cool. This is episode number 75. I looked at, I know I started another season a little while ago, um, back in uh, once we got reset up with the new recording equipment and trying to make this a little more professional. And um, so I started a second season hoping to just kind of revitalize and um, so people wouldn't go back and listen to the first um, season, the first handful of episodes that sound quality was off and um, just the, I don't know what I was doing. And so really struggling to um, get this thing back up and doing well. So, But I looked it up and, and we're at episode 75. I have a goal of getting to that episode 100. Um, and uh, so we're just going to keep going and going and giving you my heart and kind of build this platform and see if we can really reach people and uh, see how we go. But today we're going to talk about uh, probably going to finish our um, lesson series on fear. And we're going to go someplace, and I'll get into that here in a sec. I just wanted to kind of walk into this thing and just give you a little piece of my heart. We've had a rough week this week, still dealing with um, some struggles as far as um, our grieving the loss of our son. And so it's been kind of a kind of a struggle this week. And so my wife and I have been dealing a lot with those kind of things and busyness at work and so on. So, But this week I want to really get into, um, I want to close up the thing on fear. I want to kind of bring it around to the pinnacle, the important part of fear and where fear plays the most important part. And we're talking about fearing God. And I think that's very important. Um, so let's get into it as we talk about fearing God as we finalize this fifth and final chapter about fear. So let's get into it. Over the last few episodes, we've been chatting about fear. It's just something that got on my heart uh, a little while ago, and so I thought I'd put together um, a, a series of episodes dealing with fear because it's something we deal with every day of our lives. The last few episodes, as we've been chatting, we've covered um, the first episode was just a short introductory talk about fear. Then we talked about the the dangers of missing fear in our lives. What happens when people get to the point where they just don't fear the way they're supposed to, and fear is missing from their lives, and they just and we just do dumb things. We're not properly fearing. We're just we run the risk of doing stupid things like driving too fast, not wearing a seatbelt, um, not not respecting the laws of gravity and things like that, you know, running a chainsaw while drunk, um, don't do that. Um, but that's missing fear. And then we talked about misplaced or unnecessary fears in our lives. And that one was a, a rough one because I've seen this um, in people that I love where they they fear things that they have no reason to fear. Um, they put fear in things that should not be a cause of fear in their lives. And it's debilitating, it's hurtful, and it's hard, and it's a struggle when we fear things that don't 
um, need to be there. I mean, n having honest, real, proper fear of something, fear of heights. So you're careful on the ladder. You're very careful when you're up on the roof. You're very careful when you're operating machinery. That's proper fear. But being so afraid of heights that you won't ride an escalator or an elevator. Uh, being so afraid of heights that... Um, and so when we have to make sure that there's a balance there of, of not being afraid of anything and being afraid of the imaginary. And then last week we talked about, just gave some practical helps about those two things and what we can do in our lives to bring that balance. I have my pastor does his own podcast and it's basically balance and how balance is missing in so many areas of our lives, especially when it comes things to Christianity and the Bible. It's so easy to get out of balance and focused on the wrong things or go um, cattywampus or crazy one way or the other. And so we've got to be very careful that we have the proper balance. So this week we're going to take and we're going to cap off this series on fear by talking about what it means to fear the Lord, what it means to have a fear of God. And this is all throughout Scripture. Um, you can find it in Genesis, and it's even in the book of Revelation. It is literally laced all throughout Scripture about having a proper fear, having a proper fear of God. I want to start off by having a couple um, passages of Scriptures, and um, it would be really good to, to, to go back and study not just these three quick um, references to Scripture, but look at the results or look at the examples or look at all the different times people had fear toward God. The one that really comes to mind is I talked about this the other day, is um, when the children of Israel were on Mount Sinai in Arabia, they, they came to the foot of the mountain. God invited them to come and stand at the foot of the mountain, and he would literally speak to them. He gave the the entire nation of Israel the um, the ability and the wonderful opportunity to literally hear the words of God. I mean, what an opportunity to be able to stand at the foot of the mountain and hear the voice of Yahweh, of, hear the voice of, of, of Jehovah, of God, of our Creator. Um, I long for the day when I can hear the voice of God. I long for the day I read the Gospels and I hear and I listen and see the um, in my mind's eye what it was like to be the apostles or just be a, a Jew during the time of Jesus' ministry and to be able to literally hear the Lord Jesus speak. Oh, how cool would that be? And yet God up, uh, invited them to come and stand there. And what they do? <laughs> they got afraid. They got so afraid that they're like, Moses, you go talk to God. We'll go hang out in the camp, and uh, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. We're going to go back to camp. and uh, But I, I love that picture. They weren't supposed to stand up on the mountain. Hey, this, is, this is the holy place. Don't stand up on the mountain. Put a border up. Put a fence up. But you get to stand and listen to God speak. What a cool opportunity that they missed because they were overly afraid. And I think we talked about that about when we get too afraid of things. But let me read you a couple passages of scriptures. I read out of the King James. I love my King James Bible. Um, Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 29. The Bible says, Wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Hear what the writer said. He said, we're going to serve God acceptably. How? With reverence and godly fear. Why? For The next verse says, for our God is a consuming fire. 
you understand who and what God is, we're going to serve God. We're going to live by grace. We're going to serve him with reverence and godly fear. Another passage of scripture you hear at the end of um, Solomon's life as he's concluding um, all the <laughs> mistakes and struggles that he had in life. Here we have this great picture of wisdom, and then we have the reality of the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse number 13 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Let's hear it all. He said, uh, Solomon's like, I'm going to sum up this whole thing. He said, uh, Fear God. Keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. Fear him. Keep his commandments. Why? That's our whole duty. Verse 14, as he finishes, For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Solomon said, Fear God. Keep his commandments. That's all that really matters. And we'll get to that in a second as we get further into this. Then I'm going to... Then I'm going to conclude with this. Once in Psalm 111 and twice in the book of Proverbs, um, the, the writer said this simply, um, that the fear of the Lord, our fearing God, is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom starts when you fear God. So what is it? What does it mean um, to, to fear God? Well, just simply put, it means to have a proper reverence or a placing of God in our lives. Does that mean just simply hiding in a quarter, shaking in fear like, you know, Scooby and Shaggy on Scooby-Doo? No, although that has its place. We find, in, and you look throughout Scripture, people that would be confronted with the presence of God or even just an angel, what was the first thing to do? To their face, in humility, covering their face, saying, I'm going to die. I just saw God. I'm going to die. Um, and so, so is it? Is it this fearfulness? Is this this being afraid? Is it? Is it hiding in a corner? It can be, but really, what it means is having the proper reverence or placing of God in lives. When we understand that God, the Creator, the All Powerful Being, who He is and what He is. Do you remember the beginning of the Ten Commandments? What did He say? Don't have any other gods before me. No idols no objects of worship, no objects of devotion, nothing that comes between your priority of life than me. I ought to be the priority, God said. God said, I ought to be that one that takes that first proper place in your life. And that is what fear is. That's when we place God in proper place and respect and position in our life, and we understand who he is, what he is, what he's done, what he's capable of, what he promises. That's what it means to be fearful. He demands to be number one, the priority, the primary subject of our lives, the devotion, the yielding, the obedience, the worship. Number one, that's what he demands. And tr truly, deep down, really honestly, that's what the fear of God is, is when we understand who God is and we put him in his proper position of creator, of commander, of king of kings, lord of lords, god of gods. That is the foundation for which the fear of the Lord comes from. On a side note, and I have to keep any pause as I'm recording, a sweet lady of our church, she, she brought me like multiple packages of chocolate 
on chocolate cookies, these gluten-free cookies, because everybody knows in my family and at church that I'm gluten-free now because if I eat gluten-free, then I'm going to die. And so they're trying to help me out here. And so I have to stop. So I like pounded a few of those cookies right before I came to record. So I have this like little tickle of rice flour in the back of my throat. So I'm trying to record while I have this tickle in my throat. Fear God. What is that like? What does that mean? You see, our fear in God is literally putting him in his proper and rightful place in our lives. His word, his will, his authority is the, defi- the deciding factor for all that we say, all that we do, and all that we are. How we treat one another, how we live, the words we use, the, our attitudes, our actions, our, our prayers, the do's, the don'ts, the shalls, the shall nots. When he is the priority, it automatically sorts and prioritizes every other aspect of our lives. That's why it's so important that we have the proper fear of God. We're properly placing him in the proper position in our lives to where if we're if we're disobedient, if we're in sin, if we're living for ourselves, well, that puts us in a place of, of fright, of being scared, of hiding in a corner. But if we're in a place of obedience and yielding and love and and his grace and his mercy, well, it puts us in a place of worship. That's what the fear of God is. To have proper fear of God is simply this. Is God number one in your life? How about we just stop there? How about we just simply stop and ask that question? Is God number one? Is he the priority? Is he the king? Is he your creator? Is he your savior? Is he your God? And I think that if we can answer that yes, well, that prioritizes him. That puts him in his proper place for worship, for praise, or for in sin. It puts us in a place of fright. Let me ask you another question. Does God's desires, does his authority, does his position, does his will, does his commands take a precedence in our actions, thoughts, plannings, desires, and lives? Is he number one? And I'm going to bring this to a close. I just have a few more little things I would like to say because I think I think I've been covering the gist. I have all these notes that I've written down on my on my computer right here. But I I just want to I just want to ask a couple. I'm going to sum up with just four simple questions. Well, the last question is like four questions, but you know you'll get the gist. <laughs> I lied. Um, first of all. Do we fear the outcomes of our actions knowing we have God watching and an authority in our lives? Do we fear the outcomes of our actions knowing we have God watching and an authority of our lives? Would it, would it, would it change how we act? Would it change how we, how we treat one another? Would it change the words we use? Would it change our priorities, how we spend our money? If we just simply feared the outcomes of our actions. Do you realize if um, we wouldn't have a problem with crime if we really feared God? Do you realize that, that, that society would not have a problem with, with really bad stuff if we just simply feared God? I mean, really, honestly feared the Lord. We wouldn't have that trouble. Why? Because we would fear the outcomes of our lives. Do you know why most people do stupid things or break the law or hurt people? Because they don't fear the actual outcome. People live fearlessly. They don't think that it could be them. They commit crimes 
they, they, they harm their bodies because they don't fear the outcome. We have an epidemic of, of sicknesses and ill health in America because we think that we, can, we don't fear the outcome of our lifestyle. We think we can just run to a doctor, get a pill or a shot or a surgery, and that will take care of all the bad actions in our lives that caused us to get so unhealthy. Isn't that how we are as, as humans? Do we fear the outcomes? How about this one, number two? Do we build and support our decision-making upon the things that he likes and dislikes? Do we build and support our decision-making upon the things that he likes and dislikes? Is that, the, is that a factor? How about this one? I'm going to keep moving because I'm running out of time. Do we refrain and restrain our lives in according to what he will bless or will remove his blessing and protection even to the point of correction? Will we refrain or restrain our lives and record in accordance to what he will bless, what he will potentially remove blessing or protection, even to the point of correction? Do we hold ourselves back thinking about the blessings of God, the presence of God, the help of God, or even potentially if we, if we get far enough away, the correction of God? Is that a factor in our lives? Do you refrain and restrain from things and how we live and how we act? Why? Because we want the blessings of God. We want to have him pleased with our lives. Or opposite, we just don't care. You see, that's what fear of God is. We care. What he thinks, what he likes, what he blesses, what he won't. How about this one? Last one. Do we live in reality that eternity is coming? Do you live in reality that eternity is coming? Not just our eternal destination, but, but more so, are we seeking his approval and reward, and are we living in such a way to influence others for eternity? You see, that's fear of God. You see, if we really feared God, if we really, really cared and really thought that God was going to keep his promises about heaven and hell, about blessing or destruction, if we really believed him, how are we going to live? Are we going to be living for eternity? Are we going to be trying to influence others for eternity? Are we trying to point folks to Christ? I think far too many times we don't really fear God enough. We don't think that God is going to be at his word and, and condemn people to hell because we just don't fear him. We don't think he would do that. So we don't tell our friends. We don't tell our neighbors. We don't tell our coworkers. We don't tell people we know. We don't tell people that we come in contact with. Why? Because we don't fear God. We don't think that God's going to come through and, 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 and judge people according to their sin and disbelief in Christ. We don't fear Him. And I think, and, and, and I think this is, should be one of the most important aspects of fearing God. Is do we really believe that Telling folks about Christ is important. Do we really fear him? Much to my embarrassment, I have not been the witness that I should have been these last almost 50 years of my life. Why? Because I don't fear him like I should. I don't think that God's going to come through and, and truly fulfill his promises to those that reject Christ. 
and I have not been the, the witness that I should be. And it's something I'm working on. Just the other day, I had a, a talk with a gentleman that came by my workplace, and, and, um, and we just started talking about eternity. Why? Because it's important. Because if we truly feared God, everything in our lives would be pointing toward trying to influence people for eternity. If we really, honestly feared Him, we would be living in such a way that would bring honor and reverence and glory and obedience and praise and worship to Him. And would be trying to influence other people for that too. Do you fear God? Is he number one in your life? Are you are are you consumed with trying to bring others to Christ and to and to salvation and to God the gospel and to trying to bring folks to the Lord? Or we just don't fear him. It just doesn't matter. We just want to live our own lives. Why well, hey, I got I know Jesus and that's enough, right? Do we fear him? As we close out this little episode and we close out this series on fear, do you fear God? Is he in that proper place in your life? Because I think that's a huge, huge question. And I just want to help you with that. Because it's so important that we get back to putting God in his proper place in our lives. Number one, he means what he says in his word. He is who he really says he is. He likes the things that he says he likes, and he does not like the things that he says he does not like. And let's remember that. I know I went a little over today, but I just... And to be honest, if we're fearing God, this comes back to the not having fear, having too much fear, or misplaced fear. If we're fearing God, that will control everything. And let me just encourage you. Let's get back to fearing God. Putting Him in number one in our lives again. Because that's going to mean a world of difference in your life. It's going to help. I promise it will. I promise. It'll help. And, you know, that's what we're here for is just to help. If you're here and you say, Kev, I, I, I really appreciate this. I like this talk. I like I like what, we're, what you're covering. Would you share this with people? Would you rate podcast? Uh, I was just reminded of, of rating podcast when my pastor said that there were some people that left some bad comments and only gave him a one star because they didn't like what he said on his last episode. And so he goes, would you please go and rate my podcast? So I went, oops, I never did that. So I went back and rated his podcast with five stars. Would you please go into your, into your app that you, um, that you listen to this on and, and, and give me a five-star rating? Put a comment in there if you'd like. And uh, just let people know share the episode if you'd like this will be on our facebook platform here in a little bit and uh but let's get back to fearing god if you want to reach out to us if you want to if you want me to, to call you or email you um, text you you can start off by reaching out to us at here to help ministry at gmail.com here to help ministry um, letter t-o not the number here to help ministry at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you if you need me to pray for something something you'd like me to talk about you want some advice some counsel some help um, I'd love to call you, email you, write you, whatever you'd like. But I'd love to hear from you. And um, let's get back to getting God number one in our lives. 
You gotta be like that crazy person at the football game with that big foam number one in their hand. And it should be toward God. That we're God's number one fan. That we're his number one follower. That he is number one in our lives. And where we worship him and we honor him and we reverence him as our God, as our savior, as our king. And that would also keep us from living in such a way that he would have to be in a place where we are are frightened of him, where we're frightened to be in his presence, we're scared. And that's what fear is. That's what God wants from us, is just to fear him properly. I love you. Love to hear from you. Reach out if you need to. Let's have a great week and uh, live for God. Let him be number one. And uh, I'll talk to you again soon. I love you.